What's up, y'all? It's Patrick. Hey, loves. It's Patricia. We live two different lives in two different life stages. Yes, but we are passionate about our faith, our fitness, and our crazy loving family. We are siblings, and this is our story. What's up, y'all? Hello. I feel like it's been, I know, it's been like forever in a day. So long. <laughs> we was gone for a minute, now we back with a podcast. Why? Why? <laughs> you I'm know sorry, it's guys. necessary. I knew it's that very was necessary. Coming. Very necessary. <laughs> we all, so. but seriously, we hope y'all are having a fantastic week. Let's do a quick, since it's been like literally a month since we've recorded, Let's do a quick like, life update. update. Update the universe. Okay, so um, me and Ryan went to the beach for a week and like chilled and did Lived nothing. Lived it up. That was amazing. Um, it's always nice to just like take a break and not think about what you're doing and just lay on the beach and be lazy. <laughs> And that's what we did. Um, right. It was pretty awesome. And then, obviously, we've been enjoying um, our new little surprise on your end. I don't know if you want to tell them because they don't know. What surprise? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, my goodness. Baby. <laughs> so, you so want to maybe tell thing. them that? We did this <laughs> We did. We did this thing, and then uh, some that it happened, and then uh, so baby Blakely, Blakely Yay! arrived. It's a girl. Woo-woo. It's a girl. She arrived safe and sound. Mama's safe and sound as well. So we're super, super thankful. Thank God for that. Um, there's always a little bit of worry, um, and just I mean, just the lack of control over that whole situation. Um, I mean, it freaks me out a little bit, I'll be honest. Um, so I'm super thankful that they're both doing well and knock on wood. Blakely has been s- sleeping well. I mean, Ashlyn has just been straight rock star mom in it. She's, I've been, as I've been, you know, back to work, she's, you know, staying up overnight and doing feedings and all kind of stuff. So it's just been, as much as I was like going into it fearful, like it's just been yeah. a significantly different experience from what I expected. Um, so I'm super thankful for that. And I was telling Ashley, we went on a walk, actually, we've gone on a walk, like we've been going on walks like four, four times a week. That's and I was great. telling her, like, I just feel it's so weird, but I just feel like more connected with her, mm-hmm. like as a mom and as my best friend and as a wife mm-hmm. than I have. And I mean, I don't know, just in general more than yeah. ever. Um, yeah. So it's been cool. It's been a really cool experience. Mm-hmm. That's my life, my life update. So speaking of children, mm-hmm. uh, the topic today is live like a child. Uh, and actually funny enough, I went to church. I went to shout out thrive chapel Um, and I'm sitting there listening to the message and it was just a lot about, uh, you know, spirits and different 
different spirits and different voices speaking into your life. And that really is what births a lot of this. Like I'm sitting there taking notes and as I'm taking notes, it hit me like, oh wait, this could be like a podcast. So I just started making notes (laughs) as we're in the service. Um, So yeah, that's where this is kind of coming from. Um, And to set the stage, we kind of want to tell, start out with a story. Uh, So I want you to imagine yourself at a restaurant. Uh, So imagine yourself, you're a parent, you're at a restaurant, your son or daughter sitting right in front of you eating their meal and someone from another table just randomly comes over with a shot glass, let's call it three shot glasses with vodka, tequila and whiskey all in them and offers them to your five-year-old child. Now, if this happened in real life, like realistically, someone, even an innocent bystander at this point, is probably going to condemn the person bringing these shot glasses to the five-year-old, right? Right, right. In addition to that, obviously, obviously. this is just an example. (laughs) Extreme example. But (laughs) imagine... Just imagine that this is happening right in front of you. And right. as the parent, obviously, you're going to say, you know, you're going to tell your son or daughter, hey, don't drink that. Like, number one, you're not going to like it. Number two, it's not going to do be the best thing for your system right now. <laughs> and for lots of different reasons, you're going to tell them, like, hey, this is a bad idea. And you're probably going to condemn the person who brought this to them. But what's interesting is as we think about ourselves as children, so now shift your thought, this same exact scenario, and you are the child now. You're not the parent. You're the child and your heavenly father sitting at the table with you. How many times do we allow voices from another table in the restaurant, whether that's friends or family or your boss or just so many different facets of our life, we allow these different voices and these different spirits to speak into our life and not only speak into it but imagine that this little kid after their parents tell them hey don't drink that the kid just did it anyways right like that would be so crazy Mm -hmm. we would all go that's crazy yeah but as children i was speaking for myself like i do that like the reality is God will tell me, hey, this is a bad idea. Stop listening Mm -hmm. to all these voices. Stop Mm -hmm. listening to all these lies around you. Right. And I still let them penetrate my heart. I still let them impact my decisions, knowing like the God of the universe is literally sitting here communicating with me, wanting to be in a relationship with me, and wanting to bother me through life. Right. And I just don't listen. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about today how cra- I mean that's just crazy when you really think about it, it in a practical sense. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk a little bit now, while it's fresh on my mind the concept of parenting and you know bringing new life into the world. We're going to talk yeah. about what you know what does it look like to really live like a child? Why don't we do that in many instances? So let's start with you. Uh, where do you find yourself? listening to the wrong voices in your life? Mm, This is such a good question because to be honest, guys, right now, I feel like I am being a child 
Um, and I feel like I'm being a bad child and I'm listening to everything and anything but God. Um, and I think it stems from just not putting him first, to be honest, Mm -hmm. not starting the days I'm not starting my day off with him or Mm -hmm. wanting to control a situation or allowing other people's just like, I don't know, um, their insight or their advice or some worldly thing that's going on that I'm seeking or material thing or something like that. It always stems from there. Mm-hmm. And, and I always know when I'm doing it. Like I know that I'm, mm-hmm. I, what I should be doing. Sometimes I don't know it. I'm being lazy and I'm choosing to wanting to want to try to control my own life when that's impossible. Yeah. And it stems from me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really does. You know, I'm trying to be selfish and try to control situations that I can't control because it's in God's hands and he has already mapped out my future for me. So definitely. Um, that's when I notice it the most. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so funny that we are doing this topic and you came up with this and, um, in my life group, we also, um, were studying Jonah and I was like, oh my goodness. It's like, God is, you know, pointing all these signs to me like, Hey, I'm here. Like, I'm still here with you regardless mm-hmm. of how far that you try to run or you try to go. And um, he's, he's always there. Like he always finds a way to, regardless of how low I am, he, there's always that spark in that hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, it's funny. I actually read, I was, so I just literally just read through the Bible. I wake up and I read one chapter a day because mm-hmm. I read I read slow so that takes me a while uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> seriously <laughs> um, but yeah I actually just finished I've been reading what three weeks ago probably ish two three mm-hmm. weeks ago I finished reading Jonah and I think I'm in like something I can't even pronounce right now Habakkuk I said definitely said that wrong <laughs> Habakkuk <laughs> what is that so funny. Sounds oh, like man. a vegetable at like I don't know, your local grocer that you definitely don't buy. Right. Who's cooking who's cooking Habakkuk? <laughs> Literally no one. Anyways, sorry. Oh man. Totally off topic. Anyways, totally. so I mean what you're talking about right now about the, the yeah. concept of being in control is literally I mean, that's that's it. I mean, going back yeah. to the restaurant example for me when i start going from a place where i'm saying god guided me through this Mm -hmm. god helps me god's the ultimate provider for our family those kinds of sentences and i start turning those in like i let fear creep in i let these little voices Mm -hmm. all around the restaurant (laughs) creep Mm -hmm. in and i start i start turning those sentences into what do I need to do to provide for my family? What do I need to do to be a better father? What do, like, the second yeah. I do that, I'm stepping up from the table. Mm. 
and I'm just kind of listening in, right? I'm lending my ear to what this voice is saying, what this influence is saying. And through that process, we know as, I mean, speaking from a parent perspective, right? One of my one of my biggest fears, thinking about social media, thinking about all these different things that my children are going to have to navigate is the overwhelming amount of external influence on their life that isn't centered on Jesus. Like it's, mm. it's crazy how overwhelming that is. Like yeah. the reality is our parents, you know, 30 year, or 50, 60 years ago, they grew up in a world with like a restaurant with like five tables around it. We grew mm. up in a world with 20 tables around it my kids are going to grow up in a world with like thousands of tables literally like unlimited possible influence so yeah i mean that's that hits the, the hammer on the head when we start to try and those i statements we try to take control we get it from the table and stop focusing on our parent the yeah. person who's really willing to be in it for the long haul, who's focused on our eternity, all the distraction starts to happen. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're at the wrong table and mm -hmm. you don't even have your food anymore. Like, it's just a mess. It's a mess. Right. And right. Um, that kind of begs the question, why don't, why don't we listen to our parents? Like, why isn't it just, I mean, our inherent nature is not to listen to our parents. It is to mm -hmm. rebel Yes, it's definitely our, our sin nature. Um, mm -hmm. But beyond that, beyond our sin nature, I know for me, one of the big things is, you know, sometimes I think about our parents, like I, I didn't always trust their judgment. Right. I didn't. If I did, yeah. I would have listened, right? But mm -hmm. Oftentimes, I simply didn't trust their judgment. And many times that was centered around long-term versus short-term. Like they yeah. lived more life than I had. And as much as I wanted to think I had it all figured out and I knew like what my next five years, 10 years, 15, 20 years were going to look like or what they should look like in my eyes, mm -hmm. I was making those decisions from at 14 years old with such a short lens, such a short term lens. Right. I'm only looking at what's at the table in front of me with mm. no concept of <laughs> what's like five, 10, 15 years down the road. Um, and often that happens. I mean, even when we think about um, our heavenly father, can you think of like, I guess just an example maybe of a time where just like a practical time where um, long-term versus short-term. So like for me, for example, I can think about college Um mm -hmm. My parents tried to get me to stay closer to home early on. Um, mm -hmm. I wasn't really hearing that. Mm -hmm. I wanted to escape. Yep. That didn't definitely didn't lead to the best decisions I've ever made in my life. <laughs> yeah. And thankfully, yeah. you know, God still guided me through that process and helped me to find a way um, back home, back around people that are invested in my eternity and. That's just, uh, can you think of an example for you? Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely, I mean, pff, mom could probably think of a million. <laughs> She's <laughs> got a book. Name it off. A whole book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, I mean, I would say like just thinking right off the bat would be moving out mm-hmm. into an apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, and mom's like, mm, it's not a good idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, you know, you could just stay here with me, you know, in this house. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm grown. I can do this. Mm-hmm. You know, grown, at like, what, 19, 20 years old? <laughs> yeah, right. I, I know life. life. What are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> right. So um, that definitely would be one for sure. Um, and then, uh, I mean, I think, I don't know if I brought up, I mean, I was in a long relationship not healthy relationship for seven years. Um, and there were plenty of lows in that relationship and plenty of times that I was like, Oh my goodness, my mom is so right, but I'm not going to tell her that she's right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Preach. (laughs) And in this, in the same thing though, like because of that relationship, it also, there were plenty of, signs that God continuously threw at me and was Mm -hmm. like, this is not where your life is meant to go. This is Mm -hmm. not where you're meant to be. And if I'm going to have to get you, like shake you up to make you realize it, I'm going to do it. And he did it. And I was like, okay, I hear you loud and clear. (laughs) Right. I mean, that's, yeah. Sometimes it takes that. Like it takes... Mm -hmm a little bit of a beating to get to that spot to realize like now that I look back, it's like, man, he showed me so many signs and was like, you have got to get out and you've got Mm -hmm. to move on and you are stronger and you can do this. Mm -hmm. And yeah, finally I was like, Oh man, like I realize it. I see, I see it all now. Like it's so clear. And it's just like when you, I was like, no mom, I got this. I'm going to move out. I know what I'm doing. I'm going to pay my own bills. And then I was like, oh, no, I wish I never did that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's the same thing, you know? Yeah. And I mean, you think about the short term versus long term. I mean, we're sitting here. It's almost like if you're at a restaurant and, you know, you're the child and you're like, hey, what you ask your parents, what what should I eat? Mm -hmm. And they they give you a suggestion and you're like, ah, no, I think I want to eat this. Right. Well, the reality is like, especially thinking about our, our heavenly father, like, Mm-hmm. God no, not only knows the menu, he knows the chef that's cooking the food. He knows the owner of the restaurant. He knows the, you know, the hands and feet that built said restaurant. Like he's just looking right. at it from such a wider lens. Mm-hmm. And uh, oftentimes, right, we don't want to admit when our parents are right. Uh, we don't always trust their judgment. And a lot of times we push back because good parents push their children through tough decisions that they may not want to make mm-hmm. just like you're talking about. Yeah. And, um, I, I compare this to, um, I actually literally what three days ago, I'm, I'm trimming our rose bushes and it hit me like, okay, so I'm cutting out all the bad growth, the mm-hmm. stuff that's like not growing the way I want it to. And you have to cut that stuff at the root. Like you got to kill, you got, you can't just cut the top of the bad growth. You got to cut it at, you know, where it started to get rid of it. Mm -hmm. But also like mentally we think to ourselves, okay, that makes sense. Like you're getting rid of the bad stuff. Yeah. So so it's like punishment. But what we forget 
is oftentimes like even the stuff that's growing really well, if I want it to continue to grow well, like grass, mm -hmm. <laughs> like a rose bush, like I'm still trimming back things that are behaving well mm -hmm. and growing well because I want even more growth down the road. So the idea that we only need to be cut back or punished mm -hmm. from, by our parents when we do something wrong isn't even correct. Like mm -hmm. a great parent is going to push us, continue right. to push us, even in the areas where we where we do well and we excel. And our Heavenly Father is often doing that. It's just uncomfortable. So we kind of curl up and mm -hmm. uh, tend to almost like peel back from things that we're we're not ready for ready for yeah and sometimes that lends us to listening to voices at the other table simply because god might be pushing us to something we're we're afraid of in the moment mm -hmm. or we're not we don't feel like we're ready for or we don't feel like we're good enough for yeah. and god's like no you are like this is what i made you for you're awesome and yeah. i love you and yeah. you're my son you're my daughter but we're out of our fear we're like I'm not really trying to hear that right now. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to go over here and listen to uh, my boss or I'm going to go over here and listen to uh, my friend or, I, yeah. mean, I mean, you fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. So oftentimes that can be something that kind of steers our influence and that really speaks back to something we almost want to drive home every single podcast and that mm -hmm. is owning who you are. Yeah. If we're able to own God's glory, like we can still own God's glory. Yeah. Even when we make mistakes, like as Ooh, children, so good. we can still, we can still, t I can still sit here right now and talk mm -hmm. about how amazing our mom is and how many sacrifices she made for us. Yeah. I can sit here and talk about, you know, Ashlyn and how she's staying up all night and she goes crazy anytime, anything like might hurt her baby like mm -hmm. those are amazing attributes and i can sit here even in my brokenness even in my sin i can talk about how awesome my parent is how awesome my right. mom is right we can do the same thing with our heavenly father mm -hmm. right? he can still get the glory even while i'm a hot mess right <laughs> that's so good and it's and it's something that people like need to hear because I know for me, it's like when I feel like I'm doing something wrong or I'm not doing something I'm supposed to, I should be doing, I try to hide. <laughs> Air mm -hmm. quotes. <laughs> right. Because mm -hmm. who's hiding let from God? Let me get God? under the table. <laughs> let me get under. Me, no one's going to see me under here. Right. <laughs> but that's what... Like, that's mm -hmm. what I do. And then I feel bad and I feel like, like I know I'm doing something bad and I know I'm not, you know, I'm not pursuing him like I should and I'm not listening to him like I should. And, but I'm doing it anyways or I'm not getting up as early as I should, you know. Um, mm -hmm. But I know at the end of the day that he's always there for me. Um, and he's, you know, he's there for me when I'm at my lowest and when I'm at my highest. And mm -hmm. I think that's what's so special is that he's, he's like, I'm like, you don't have, I mean, you don't have to say you're sorry. Like I'm here. Like he's, no. I, it's just so his unconditional love is so 
amazing. And it's so warming to know that all I have to do is just talk, you know, just pray, open my Bible. Right. Or you don't, I mean, you didn't get up, you didn't read, you didn't do what you were supposed to do. But in that moment, like you can literally get ready to walk out the door and be like, yeah, I didn't do any of that, but God is still eternal and he's so awesome. And I still love him the same way that, I mean, Harper can freaking, I mean, this is gross, but Harper could poop on the floor, which happens in real life as a parent. <laughs> and then like 30 seconds later, she can be like, I'm sorry, daddy, I love you. And it's like, okay, well, I'm literally cleaning up your poop. And somehow I, I'm like, love you too. For yep. that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, love you too. Like how crazy, that's crazy. Yeah, right. But that we sometimes we forget like God is parenting us, right? He's shaping us. Mm -hmm. He's molding us. He's growing us. Like he's looking at who we are from a long-term lens, right? not this one meal. Mm -hmm. He's looking at every meal, every interaction, Mm -hmm. every opportunity to be in relationship with us that he's ever going to have. Not just this one interaction that we're having in this moment that might be filled with maybe some not so great stuff. (laughs) Right. Yeah. But I think like for me personally, I think this time is a somewhat of a spiritual awakening that's happening in my life. Um, And it's, I think he's trying, he's humbling me in a lot of situations Mm -hmm. in places that I'm saying I, I, I instead of Mm -hmm. him. And Mm -hmm. I am seeing that now. And I think that sometimes it takes that, like it takes, it takes like, it takes time to see that like you have to be humbled. You have to see when it is you or you like, it's something that Mm -hmm. you're doing wrong, you know, because sometimes it's Mm -hmm. easy to blame somebody else or, Oh, it's this person or, or, Oh, it's work or, Oh, it's, you know, our marriage or, Oh, it's whatever it is in your life or, Oh, it's my kid, whatever it is, you know, but it's good to try to see he helps you see where you could be doing wrong and where you can change and change. my. And maybe he's, I feel like he's changing my heart right now and he's changing it in the best Mm -hmm. way. And so I'm trying to not be such a one in, in my thoughts and Mm -hmm. go negative and look at it in, Mm a more positive light. And obviously my life group helps me tremendously on this because they're super Mm -hmm. supportive. Um, So if you guys aren't in a small group or a life group or have somebody like an awesome sibling to talk to, like definitely get that in your life because they will help you guide you in the right direction. (laughs) Right. I mean, I think speaking to being a one, I mean, like, I've stepped back from a lot of different, I mean, a lot of areas of life, just mm-hmm. different leadership roles. And that's been kind of hard. Like I enjoy that aspect of aspect of life and I enjoy being around lots of people. I enjoy encouraging people. And it's just been a process of feeling like, oh my gosh, I've had to get, I've had to get rid of so much in my life to focus on my relationship with God to focus on my family. Like I've had to eliminate a lot and that honestly has not been fun. No. But at the same time as, as as I'm starting to turn that corner of, man, I feel like I've given up so much and God's like, 
you need to change that sentence and just say, you've gotten so much more of me. Mm. If you can just look at it that way, right? it's a game changer. Like, so I think about in my perfectionist mindset, like right now, it makes more sense for me to read at night because I can get better alone time then versus in the morning when I'm, you know, helping to get the little one ready and all this stuff. Right. So my one mentality tells me, tells me, oh, I'm just, I'm putting God last in my day and that's terrible. That's what I think too. Yeah. But, right. Yeah. But that same thing is like God's whispering to me, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. You're giving yourself the opportunity to have an extra five minutes of legit quality time that's not as rushed with me like you're giving yourself more of me i know your heart i know that you're my child like i know your intention if your intention wasn't good right i would address the uh, the i would address that right yeah. i wouldn't i would talk to you about your intention mm -hmm. what's your intention in making this decision that's where my concern would be not so much when you're reading right because right. he knows us on the heart level mm -hmm. um so yeah i guess to uh Hopefully this was helpful and I guess to kind of wrap it up. Yeah. Close it out. Mm. Um, just going back to the restaurant and thinking about your heart and thinking about your life. Just try to, what's really spoke to me um, is just the thought that I need to stop worrying about all the people at all the other tables, whether it's. I mean, work, church, friends, whatever area of life you want to add in there, sports. The reality is, like, those voices are cool. Like, if they want to have influence on in your life, they want to come sit at the table with you, great. That's awesome. Right. Healthy relationships are not only going to sit at the table with you, but they're going to be centered on God being part of the table. Right. Ooh. Those are the most life giving relationships. Yes. And in addition to, and the reason they're the most life giving is because. They recognize who's really paying the bill. So at every table in this restaurant, God's at every one of those tables. Sometimes we forget. We think to ourselves, "Man, eh, God's not at work. God's not every <laughs> like God's at God's right. at God's at every one of these tables, right?" So right. the people at those tables may or may not acknowledge His presence. Mm -hmm. The reality is He's there. Yep. What we need to focus on is our table and the fact that going if we go to another table, like. They're not paying for our food for the rest of our life, yeah. right? That's not what they signed up for. Right. God, as our Heavenly Father, signed up mm -hmm. to pay for your meal, for your sin, mm -hmm. for the rest of your life. Like, He is there to pay the debt. As yeah. parents, our job, right, my job, is to clean up Harper's poop sometimes. Like, part of parenting is pushing them, through, pushing them to grow, but also dealing with their messes, like mm -hmm. helping them through their messes. Yeah. That's that's what God is there for. We need right. to focus on the fact that He's there to pay the bill, mm -hmm. and other people aren't. Yeah, it, that's just it. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's so cool. awesome. So hopefully that was encouraging for you guys. Um, we hope you have a fantastic week. I'm super pumped, pumped to just be doing a podcast again, talking right. to you guys. Yeah, again, I've missed it. We was gone for a minute. Now we back with a podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I had to do it again. Dude, you had to change your voice and everything. All right, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, but, mm. but in all seriousness, we love you guys. 
We hope this is encouraging, and we hope you have a fantastic Holy Spirit-filled week. All right. See ya. If you liked this episode, I'm going to need you to do all the stuff that my sister is about to talk about. If you guys would love to spend more time with us, go ahead and please subscribe and rate our podcast. And if you want to connect with us and do this thing called Life Together, follow us on Instagram at connect.patrick.patricia. And we can't wait to hear from you soon. Men, remember, meek is strong. And ladies, be your true self. Have a great week.